Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Nugget. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Nugget. My name is Dustin Gold of the Dustin Gold Standard Podcast on pain.tv slash gold. Thank you very much, folks, for joining us on Sunday. I'm sorry, Sunday, folks. I don't even know what day it is anymore. It's Monday evening going into Tuesday morning. That's what happens when uh, your mother-in-law comes to stay with you, folks. So we've got my mother-in-law flew in from Poland yesterday, picked her up. And it's crazy. I get into this story on the show, so I don't want to tell you, but she shows up with like one big suitcase and then one of those small carry-on suitcases, and she starts pulling stuff out of the big suitcase. It's like a never-ending suitcase. It was like uh, midgets climbing out of a clown car. Like a, like a Mr. Bean episode or something like Sasha Baron Cohen would do in a movie. I mean, it was crazy. I don't know how she fit all this in there. There's a weight limit to that, folks. I thought by the time she was done, she was going to pull my father-in-law and my wife's brother and his son out of the suitcase. I mean, there was so much stuff. There's cookies and candies and chocolates and Polish treats and uh, my father-in-law's whiskey and his raspberry sherry, all kinds of things. Seriously, I don't know how she got past customs. They would have said to her, hey, uh, you're going to have to pay an import tax on this. You have an entire Polish grocery store inside of your uh, inside of your suitcase. But anyway, she's here. I had to run out today and do some errands. I came back, and my six-year-old mother-in-law is on the floor, scrubbing the floor on her hands and knees. I said to my wife, what is this? You brought her here? She's a slave or something? I'm not complaining about that, folks, but seriously, she's on her hands and knees cleaning the floor. 
And uh, anyway, she brought some uh, clothes for William. And then my mother and stepfather are in town. They stopped by today. They brought clothes. They went out shopping for him. So before you know it, there's just this pile of new clothes for this kid. He's already spoiled. Uh, I was just going to dress him in a fig leaf, you know, that hangs off the front. And that's it until he turns 18. But no, these guys... Uh, bought him all kinds of stuff so i do appreciate that but now it's a blast i cooked her uh these big fat country style ribs i got from our butcher and i made this beet rhubarb barbecue sauce from scratch and it was delicious folks i cooked them for two hours in foil with a little bit of chicken broth and then i basted them with this beet rhubarb barbecue sauce i made and then put them back in for another hour uncovered and then broiled them, put a little more coating of barbecue sauce and broiled them for about 10 minutes. And they were delicious, folks. Juicy inside, nice crispy outside. The barbecue sauce was sweet and spicy. It had a little cayenne pepper. So it was delicious. So uh, we cook like that every day, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't know what we're doing tomorrow. Maybe bison burgers. But... Um, that's a blast so we got family visiting my father's coming in down tomorrow he wants to drink and smoke cigars to celebrate the kid i told him i don't want to get divorced again so that's probably out of the question i'll probably have one glass of whiskey uh, it's my father-in-law's whiskey though it's really good so i gotta be careful maybe i should buy the crappy stuff and have that and then i won't be tempted to drink at all but anyway it's a fantastic time the baby's doing good my wife's doing great and so everything is going according to plan ladies and gentlemen if you haven't had a chance please leave us a five-star review at apple Podcasts along with a comment that does help drive us up in the rankings the show is growing every day so you guys are doing something right but the least you could do folks is drop us a five-star review uh you can leave us a donation if you'd like at donorbox.org slash dustin gold show helps keep the lights on while we're monetizing this or join us over at pain.tv slash gold and get some value for your money this way you get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast as well as the thomas Payne podcast and you get access to the facebook like website and app where you can network with like-minded folks and share intelligence back and forth it's always growing over there folks it's a great community of people people are reaching out all the time they listen to uh, i hope you did the episode where i explain our journey into the rockefeller medical industrial complex lots of people love that they picked up a lot of tips from there they really liked the story so please check that episode out folks i think it was called overcoming adversity was the name of the episode all right so tonight episode 93 drops at midnight ladies and gentlemen we cover a lot of stuff here what i've been researching since we went into the history of the progressive era and eugenics is i started looking into eugenics growth inside of the various universities because we know that columbia university plays a key role in technocracy in eugenics in ibm in fdr's brain trust that developed the new deal and so does mit so does harvard so i started looking into harvard university and this was because of the gentleman that we were researching yesterday who talked about uh, chloroforming uh, people 
Okay. And so I said, um, okay, I need to start researching this guy and seeing his tie-ins and who he was. So this guy was affiliated with Harvard. So I found this article, believe it or not, on harvardmagazine.com. It's Harvard's magazine. And it was written in 2016. And they go through the entire history of eugenics at Harvard going from the late 1800s through the 1930s, really. And it's a fascinating piece. It's almost like they're trying to convince us that this was just this small blemish in Harvard's history and we should forgive them. And the article wraps up talking about how with genetic modification and designer babies, Harvard's going to play a leading role in that whole movement. And hopefully they can get it right this time. So it's a fascinating piece because it goes through all the different professors, uh, presidents of Harvard, all these eugenicists talking about forced sterilization, talking about the um, Negroes and everything else. I mean, really mind-blowing stuff. And in here, they admit, folks, they admit that they trained generations of students in this school of thought who went on to become congressmen, uh, Supreme Court justices, lawyers, uh, CEOs. So this mentality, this ideology was spread far and wide. Some of these professors wrote books on these topics that became the uh, key textbooks at various universities around the country. One third of high schools had these books being taught during classes. So this idea of eugenics, which grew in to transhumanism was spread far and wide, ladies and gentlemen. So you're going to learn a lot about this. And we tell a special story, which is included in this article on this uh, poor girl who was adopted and raped by one of her foster parents and was impregnated. And the Supreme Court in, I believe it was 1927, upheld Virginia's sterilization law. And because this girl had a child out of wedlock, the Supreme Court voted 8 to 1. 8 to 1. You talk about the Supreme Court being corrupt today, you know nothing. You need to know your history. 8 to 1 to have this girl sterilized. And the Supreme Court justice, whose father was a big eugenicist at Harvard, came out and looked at this girl, at her mother, at her, and her child, her infant child, and said, three generations of imbeciles is enough. And so this girl ended up being sterilized. And she ended up losing her young child, and then she could not have... I'm sorry, folks, this is emotional. And she um, couldn't end up having a kid for the rest of her life because of these people. I mean, that's just one little story um, in, amongst a lot of stories from these monsters. And this stuff was totally and completely mainstream. Then we get into an article at evolutionnews.org, and it's by Wesley J. Smith. I talk a little bit about him. I was supposed to have him on the show, and then I haven't heard from him, but he wrote this great article called Transhumanism is Pure Eugenics. And he has some great lines inside this. And I close with this article today because the content on Harvard is pretty dark. And so I wanted to leave it uh, and close the show out with this quote. And I'm going to read it right now to you because I think it's important. It says, 
if I blend with an AI computer program and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have enhanced capacities that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. And it's just a fantastic quote. And Wesley Smith talks about how these transhumanists can engineer humans and merge them with machines, but the one thing they can never create is love. And they can't figure that out. And that ties into what I've been telling you for 93 episodes. They cannot duplicate the soul. They will tell you that love comes from chemicals released in the body. They're always trying to diminish humanity they're always trying to dehumanize people and talk down to us and just say you're a ball of nothingness you're just energy that's all you are well if we lose lose sight of the fact that we are all children of god of the creator of mother nature of the natural world whatever it is you want to believe that we are put here for a purpose that we are not just little clusters of cells then we can rise up above them. But if you want to buy into this, if you want to trust the science, you will end up rendering yourself useless and you will fall right into their trap. And you know what happens to useless people, unfit people, unemployable people in this system. You are chemically castrated, sterilized, and or genocided. Ladies and gentlemen, join me tonight, episode 93 at midnight. My name is Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Nugget. Check out the podcast, The Dustin Gold Standard, right here on pain.tv slash gold. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold.